What's up, everybody? Yo, it's been a while, right? Uh, April, uh, July 27th, 2019. What's going on, y'all? Flow Bros Podcast, back in business. It's been a while. Uh, a lot of things going on right now. Or, uh, good things going on right now. Getting to the top right now with um, professional wrestling as... Everybody knows uh, with me and my brother Chris doing this Flow Bros podcast uh, about pro wrestling. Um, um, at crazy times going on right now. We're in July, I want to say August 31st. Um, all out pay per view, Chicago, Illinois. Um, it's gonna be a good one, guys. It's gonna be a really good one. Um, thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, you know, it's been a crazy couple of months. I know it's been a while. I think it was like February um, since I did my last one, uh, covering the Elimination Chamber uh, with WWE, um, AEW coming up with their um, big pay per view, big pay per view coming up, um, just in time for the TV taping and TNT uh, beginning October second, two thousand and nineteen. Uh, man, let me tell you, um, uh, during the little break we had uh, between February till now, um, lots of shit's going on. You know, uh, WWE hiring Paul Heyman, hiring um, Eric Bischoff to quote-unquote lead Raw and SmackDown in, uh, as um, executive directors, if you want to call it. Um, yo, man. Um, 2019, it's been almost 20 years since um, wrestling has been involved in TNT, um, cable television. Um, and then you have like um, MLW, uh, PWG, ICW, Progress, uh, Impact, um, reality of wrestling on, you know, streaming services, you know, for like fans that want to get to know a different side of WWE. Um, that's been on with me, Chris. Uh, I'm right now. I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of WWE right now. Um, we, me and Chris, they went to see the opening day of the G1 Climax up in Dallas uh, about two two and a half weeks ago. It was beautiful. Awesome pay-per-view, man. It was crazy. That, that, that was my first non-WWE pay-per-view of all time. I can go back to 2001 when my mom bought me live show tickets to go see, um, you know, WWE at the HP Pavilion in San Jose, California. Uh, with me, Chris, and my dad. And, uh, I mean, wow. Uh, you know, I've been to a live show. I've been to a Raw. I've been to a SmackDown I've been to an NXT live show about two, three years ago. Um, went to WrestleMania. But that, that G1 Climax, that was really special. And I give props to my bro, Chris, who, you know, bought tickets, bought a hotel. And it was just awesome. It was beautiful. It was just an awesome time with me and my bro. We saw every match. And it was just different. It was really different. From the beginning of the show to the end of the show, it was just pure wrestling. And I think that I think that's what's lacking with WWE right now. Um, I, I, 
I saw the Raw reunion. Um, it was sad, really sad. It was just, it was frustrating because <clears throat> you have a company that's been around for 50 years and yeah, they brought all the old guys, man. You know, Sean, Triple H, uh, Bro Dog, X Pog, Kevin Nash, um, Scott Hall, even the old divas back in the days, Candace, uh, Kelly Kelly. Who else am I missing? Um, Alicia Fox, I guess for some reason. <laughs> She's old school, but... Um, I think the highlight for me for that Raw reunion was Stone Cold coming out. And for a brief moment, I mean, it was cool. It was really cool because Stone Cold, Steve Austin, talking about 1998 to 2000, early 2000, was the face of that company. And it was just cool, man. It was really cool seeing him. And uh, he, was, he was trying his best to shoot some type of promo saying that, you know, him and... Um, Jerry Briscoe back in the days in South Africa did something illegal and only Jerry Briscoe knows I mean if you're an old school fan the Briscoes man they're like really old school wrestling tag team wrestling back in the days I want to say like 60s no um 70s yeah 60s 70s um but it was cool man it was cool seeing Stone Cold you know coming out there um that's WWE you know picking random cities Tampa you know I you know as you know I'm, I'm I'm not a big fan of Florida. I'd never liked Florida. I never will like Florida. Um, it was in Tampa Bay, I think it was, and uh, it was just a weird show, man. Um, weird show. Like you could tell it was like people maybe my age, maybe older, maybe younger. You know, going to the show and not realizing who Teddy Biosity was. Um, Candace, Kelly, Kelly, uh, the Boogeyman. Um, Medusa Adrana Blaze came out and she did a little shoot little weird little storyline that they did was trying to uh, drop the 24-7 title in the trash can like in back in 1997 I want to say 1996 or 1997 the um, dropping the women's the WWF women's title in a trash can and you know that's just them trying to be cool hip but um you know, AEW, man, I mean, I go back to me and Chris was saying, like, AEW change WWE, man, you gotta remember, uh, March of 2001, Vince McMahon bought WCW for 2.1 billion, million, sorry, million dollars, uh, pretty much, he just bought the library, uh, tape, videos, um, pay-per-view names, so, you know, he can put them in their warehouse, or never been seen before you know people don't know what people don't know what Bash at the Beach is Halloween Havoc Slamboree uh, Starcade um, War um, Hog War War Hog I'm not really sure what that paper was but um, it's a different time in professional wrestling right now and it's really cool man it's really cool to um step away from WWE to see different promotions and like me and Chris we've been watching the G1 Climax 2019 really close and you know uh, G1 Climax 29 <laughs> pretty much in Dallas and we're pretty much watching on TV and I know tonight was a uh, it was a um, Climax event tonight but we haven't 
tonight pretty much we probably won't see until maybe Monday. Hopefully within the week, but um you know it's it's just different, man. It's 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 as fast. It's like if if you know for the wrestling fans out there who haven't seen a, a you know a new Japan pro wrestling match, it's different ball game. It's like from the start of the bell to the end of the bell, it's straight wrestling. You, there's no storylines, um, no goofy gimmick, uh, behind the scenes, backstage promos. It's just straight to wrestling, and um, it's it, it's like UFC. You know, um, I've been trying to get on the history of you know New Japan Pro Wrestling, and um, they try to infuse MMA with professional wrestling, but it, it, it never worked because people didn't really understand what you know what was going on with that uh, idea. But um, um, yeah, I mean it's it's I mean you go back to the the uh, King of the Ring back in the days with WWF. WWE and it was like a tournament you know like June or July and you know it was like whoever won that king of the ring would you know step up to the next pedestal of becoming the next champ or the next big guy top guy in professional wrestling and um, you know I think you know Dave Messer said it best I mean WWE is is the sports team that is not good anymore that used to be good Lakers, Celtics, uh, Bulls, Spurs, they're not a sexy, they're just, they're not sexy anymore, so you have AEW, um, the darling coming up, you know, brand new company, um, <coughs> me and Chris saw all in last year, and it was awesome pay-per-view, man, it, it's, it's for the fans, you know, AEW is for the fans, and it's for them too, it's for the professional wrestlers who are trying to become the alternative to WWE, and, um, you know, um, we ordered Double or Nothing back in May, and wow, man, what a pay-per-view, man, um, I'm not gonna go into the specs of the, the whole card, but what a pay-per-view, it, it, it felt different, it, it, it was seen different, you know. Even the pre-show, um, even the pre-show seemed a little bit more better than the pre-shows of WWE, just because it's like it they, it it does mean something, you know. The um, the pre-shows, and um, oh, it was awesome. It was super cool, man. Wow, I can, you know. I think there was a rumor with you know John Moxley, aka Dean Ambrose, um, signing with AEW, and you know, we're like. Is he coming or is he not? And he he showed up, and for a guy who was, you know, WWE champion, he was champ, tag team champ, Money in the Bank winner, to jump ship. And you know, if you want to hear talk Jericho's podcast with him, man, that's like it's like any other employee that has been felt uh, like their skill has not been put to the test or. You know, their skill is not what is up to par with the managers. And that's what, I mean, it's like in any other company, any other job. You know, you you go in there and you bust your ass, you give it your all, you, you know, you suck it up and you work. You work, you work, work, work. And unfortunately, sometimes in 
you know, in this age of time that we're living in, it, 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 it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are and you can be good looking, you can be charismatic, but sometimes they, it just doesn't work. But um, I mean, AEW, AEW is a game changer. You know, I can remember, I, you know, I talk Chris. Man, I remember when the last Nitro happened or when I was watching, briefly watching um, ECW on TNT. I'm sorry, TN, TNN. <laughs> uh, I think it's now Spike TV. And, um, you know, the top dog was WWE, WWF at that time. And, you know, you still had The Rock, Stone Cold, Triple H, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, Brock Lesnar, and such on you know etc etc and you know you know wrestling back in the 2000s early 2000s was i mean to me it was like second top you know um ahead of uh, monday night football you know in the nfl and um aew is a storm it is a diamond in the rough it is the alternative. It is what you want to see now. Um, besides WWE, you know, a lot of fans want to hate on WWE. A lot of fans want to hate on AEW. But for me personally, I don't hate WWE. You know, I want WWE to succeed. I want them to be the echelon of professional wrestling. But <laughs> it's common sense. It's a traded public company. They have sponsors. Um, a lot of kids watch their product. So they're going to have to cater to the kids. You know, which... I mean, I, like I said, I, mean, I don't know how, how many people listen to this podcast. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a kiddie show. It's a kiddie show. I mean, people want to go back and say... The Lacey Evans showing her butt, you know, zooming into her butt, you know, I'm like, that. okay, cool, but <laughs> that was Sable and Terry and the Divas back in the days, and to me, that's not new. I mean, I've seen some crazy shit, man. But um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, their next paper is SummerSlam, which is like to me personally, SummerSlam is the the Western Conference Finals, the Eastern Conference Finals, the AFC Championship, the, the National, the um, the NFC Championship, if you want to say, you know, it's the second to me to next to the, you know, to WrestleMania, you know, the the, the Rumble, it's big, but since they changed their rules here and there, I mean, the winner of last year was Seth Rollins, but he didn't. Have, he didn't headline WrestleMania. It was the opposite. He started WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar to win the Universal Championship. So it's like to me, SummerSlam is the big event, the second big event in the year. You know, coming up to WrestleMania uh, in Tampa, and um, yeah, I, I mean it's you know, I mean you can you, you can talk shit, you can be pissed if you want with the. Uh, professional wrestling company that you you know grown up with you know for me I mean I don't lose sleep I don't you know I just you know doing this little little brief talk with everybody else up here in, in the podcast world I mean I just wanted to say it out because I know me and Chris <laughs> wanted to do something like this for a while but um 
um, it's just weird, man. It's really weird. I mean, you know, I think Vince said out in their second quarterly um, report that, you know, they're not going to be as edgy as AEW. Well, that's your problem. There is your problem right there. You don't want to be different. You want to stay the same. Um, it's been, what, two weeks, three weeks since they announced Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff taking over, you know, supposedly, quote unquote, legitimate head of Raw, Paul Heyman, and head of SmackDown, Eric Bischoff. I haven't seen shit of what they've done with with their two uh, top programs in this country. And um, I don't know. I mean, like, I can talk a lot of shit. I can say, I can ramble on and be goofy, be funny. Talking a lot of crap about that company, but I mean, like, what am I going to say? They're there. You know, they've been around for like 30 plus years. Um, AEW is their top legitimate competition in the States. Not realizing that New Japan Pro Wrestling is their third competition. I think they just did a show in Seattle, Washington. Uh, you know, like a New Japan show and it sold out and it was great. And I think um, eventually in a couple of weeks, they are going to do an East Coast tour. I think it's going to be at um, Boston, the Hammerstein Ballroom, which is like an AC, uh, ECW staple in WWF, WWE back in the days um, event, and um, the ECW Arena. I think it's called now the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Man, and this it's sold out. I mean, you know, New Japan is is laying its roots in America. I mean, look, we had the G1 Climax opening day in Dallas, Texas. First time ever for wrestling fans out there. That's that's a big deal. And then I can tell you this when we went, it wasn't sold out. Trust me. You can look at the pics, videos, clips, whatever you want. It wasn't sold out. At the American Airlines Center, it's it's a basketball arena, a arena where the Dallas Mavericks play, and that that holds like at least fifteen thousand people, and I think it was no more than five thousand people, you know, like in the bowl seats and the midsection areas, and um, you know, I mean that's a big gamble for uh, to me the top promotion in professional wrestling right now but um i think i really didn't care you know i was really curious i was really excited to see a different side of wrestling that i've I, you know that i've been you know been watching for like 20 plus years and it was cool man it was awesome you know we, i mean we had god we had um, Lance Archer, who's, you know, a uh, the, the, the Texan native going up against Walt Ospreay. You know, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. That's like the big second title in that promotion to seeing um, uh, Oh, man, it's, it's to seeing Kenta, probably um, Hideo Tommy being... Buried by WWE, given a second chance, if you want to say, in, in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, to seeing um, Zack Sabre Jr., um, Sanada, 
I can go on and on and on into like the main event. Um, Kazuka Okada versus uh, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi was pretty much is the rock and the, the, the John Cena. And uh, man, I remember we gave him a standing ovation. It was it, it was great. It was it was really nice. You know, I had a blast. I know Chris had a blast. It was it was a special night for American fans. You know, um, the Japanese fans in New Japan are very conservative. You know, really to themselves, they don't really show a, a lot of emotion. But I think I told Chris we. Um, we started a standard for this tournament, for this G1 Climax, to where, like, every match is awesome. You know, it was a great experience. It was really great, man. It was just, man, it was just awesome. It was an outer, outer body experience, you know, if you want to say it like that. But, um, hey, I mean, you know, uh, SmackDown is going to Fox in October. AEW's supposedly, I want to call it Wednesday Night Dynamite, if you don't want to say it. You know, October 2nd at um, the Capital One Center. I want to say that was the former arena where the, the Wizards play or the Capitals play. But it could be a different arena. I'm, I'm not really sure. But, um, you know, <laughs> it's going to be legitimately national wide television. Uh, a company that's not WWE, and man, that's gonna be really great. I mean, I, I, I mean, at all out, we have like I think we have uh, Lucha Bros versus um, Young Bucks, um, Escalada de Muerte, Triple uh, Tag Team Championship on the line. Um, we're gonna have Cody. And Sean Spears, formerly known as the Perfect Ten Tidunger, first blood match. The first blood match, guys. I mean, I haven't seen a first blood match really since um, Stone Cold and Under Kane, I think it was, back in 1998. Um, That's going to be great. Um, We're going to have... My goodness, I can't believe I have not mentioned him. John Moxley... Uh, former Dean Ambrose going up against Kenny Omega. Now, if you're fans of New Japan, you know Kenny Omega. And if you're fans of WWE, you know Dean Ambrose. That it is John Moxley. It's going to be top notch. It's going to be hard hitting professional wrestling. You know, uh, uh, a throwback, if you want to say, to the 1970s. You know, Dusty Rhodes and the Nature Boy, uh, Ric Flair. Um, uh, even like Hulk Hogan, uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage back in the days. It's going to be great. It's going to be really good. Um, it's going to be like the, the the main focal is going to be the tag team championships, which I think that's going to lead into the TV taping in October. And of course, you're going to have the debut of the AEW Women's Championship, which for me, if I'm booking the show, I will have a ladder match for that. Um, it will be a Britt Baker MD versus a Smiley Kai Gray for the women's AEW championship. But that's me. Um, they're both great wrestlers. There's more awesome wrestlers in their alley. Um, awesome Kong, uh, Asia Kong, uh, Nyla Rose, 
um, <laughs> even this <laughs> the C um, CBO um, the uh, Brandy Rhodes I mean you know she's a, 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 a centric part of the company you know people hate on her because she's like always been in the limelight but hey She's out there wrestling. I mean, she wrestled Ali at the uh, Fight of the Fallen. I don't know about about like a month ago, and um, it was good. You know, it was it was really good. It was it was awesome. You know, and it's just like what a crazy time. You know, I I, I told Chris, man, I remember when I watched the last Nitro, two thousand one. You know, almost nineteen years ago, and to see these, see this company. You know, with the you know wrestlers that I've seen, you know, recently and for a long time, you know, like Cody, I've seen Cody, you know, back in the days, Dustin, you know, the Young Bucks. I just started watching like two, three years ago. Kenny Omega, for me, Kenny Omega is like the next Chris Jericho. I mean, I mean, he could say that he is the first Kenny Omega, but for me, Kenny Omega is how I watch Y2J Chris Jericho back in 1999. I mean, it was it was awesome, man, and. To see um, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, The Dark Order, um, The Bad Boy, Joey Jelena, um, and MJF, who is the top heel right now in professional wrestling. He is the top heel. I mean, for me, I will put MJF in that, in that AEW Championship match at All Out with Hangman and one 2 j Because... Man, dude, everybody hates him. He's a prick. He's an asshole. He talks shit. I mean, that's an old school heel, man. That's the heels that I grew up with. And man, what a just what an awesome card it's gonna be in October. Uh, sorry, in August 31st um, at the Sears Center. You know, I mean, you know, rumors going on <laughs> where CM Punk might show up or he doesn't. But you know what? You know, when 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 you really dislike something, when you really hit your job, you don't want to think about anything else besides your job. And that's what Sam Punk is in right now. He doesn't he doesn't care about the business. He is distanced himself from professional wrestling. You can hate him for it or you can like him for it, but he it's it, it, it's he doesn't want to be a part of it. So you know, I, I I tell I tell fans to go into the pay per view and um and you know at the end of the month of August to just enjoy a show, enjoy a you know enjoy a wrestling show. Um, it, it's an alternative, you know, and I think that weekend, you know, there's all out. There's the NXT UK pay per view. And there's another pay-per-view, I think, I believe. I'm not really sure what it is. Um, I'm not really sure on top of my head. I mean, there's like three wrestling pay-per-views going on right now. Uh, not right now, but during that that, that weekend. And um, it's good for wrestling. It's really good for wrestling. I mean, I, I can tell people, you know, the young people, like I can tell Chris, I mean, I watched ECW back in 2000, 2001, WCW in 2000, 2001, and WWE since 1999. And there's really hasn't been a legitimate alternative. 
and people don't understand that AEW now on TV on TNT a two hour show that's a game changer man and to the fact you know and I I, I tip my hat to them because they're not going to comp- they're not going to show their uh, their wrestling product on on, on a Monday. You know they're going to show it on a Wednesday because they know <laughs> that that they have the talent to go up against their NXT brand on Wednesdays. And I had the network. You know I would watch NXT. You know almost every Wednesday, every week to see you know their NXT product. And and they're going to beat them. They're going to. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, people are going to like, you know, be in spite of WWE or try to pull a fast one and just, you know, watch AEW while NXT is going on Wednesday. And the rumor is uh, uh, since um, WWE SmackDown signed with Fox, you know, they're going to be on Friday nights. And the rumor is that the NXT is going to be on FS1 on Wednesdays. So you have your. Pretty much, you have your cool brand on Wednesdays going up against the alternative. It's not an indie promotion, it's a professional wrestling company. Kenny Omega, The Young Bugs, Chris Jericho, Hangman Page, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, a, a nice built women's division, a nice tag team division. John Moxley, you know, who basically said, I'm gonna sign with these guys. And it's to me, it's cool, man. It's cool because knowing how Triple H is, he, you know, he was in those wars back in the days and he's not gonna stand back and not do anything to improve his product. It's they, you know, as they say, you know, the spirit of competition. And, um, man, it's just, it's just crazy. It's crazy. But, uh, enough about that. You know, you know, you know me, guys. You know, I'm a big wrestling fan. And, you know, my, you know with my brother Chris, hopefully we'll, we'll start doing the podcast again. You know, it's been a while, but a long time. You know, a lot of things have been happening going on here. But, you know, good things, not, not bad things. But, um, what's going on here in Houston right now? Um, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook, sign, you know, getting traded to Houston, to the Rockets. You know, me, I, I mean, as you know, I mean, I, I'm born and raised in the Bay Area, you know, Niner fan, Warrior fan, and Giants fan. And, you know, Warriors to, you know, day I die, you know. Um, but Russell Westbrook coming to Houston with um, his boy, James Harden. It's gonna be some good basketball, really good basketball. I mean, you can say what you want to say about the both the guys, but um, I think to me is it, you know it's a business. It's selling tickets, um, you know, selling beer, food. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun time in Houston coming in October because it's like you know Chris Paul, the guy I never liked Chris Paul. He's a weird cat. Um, I think he does too much. You know, and I've known guys like that that do too much and don't succeed in their life. It's just they're they're just don't they don't understand the game, man. They don't understand the business of it, and it's weird from coming from Chris Paul because you know I would assume this guy knows how to how to play the game. You know how to be you know 
savvy, um, you know, not letting the owners, the presidents, the GMs dictate, you know, their careers. But this guy is a weird cat, man. Really weird cat. And, you know, he's going <laughs> to supposedly play in Oklahoma City. Um, that team's not going to be a, not even an eighth seed team. You know, they're going to be like in the ninth, maybe 10th, 11th. But, um, man, it's going to be a fun time in Houston, man. It's going to be cool, man, because you have James Harden, MEP, Russell Westbrook, MEP, you know, formerly when they were with, you know, OKC, when it went to the finals in 2012, going against LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Um, you know, man, it's going to be really good, man. It's going to be really good. <laughs> I think to me, Houston, and uh, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not a big Houston Rockets fan, but I acknowledge them. But, man, that's a top five seed team in the league. The Warriors, for me, having, adding um, D'Lo, you know, D'Angelo Russell, um, former um, number two pick in the country. Um, with the Warriors, you know, you know, <laughs> they were champions a year ago, you know, and they're selling them out. You know, they're going to people saying they're not going to be the playoffs. They're not going to be any of the, the, the top 10. To me, you know, Houston's five, Warriors is six, you know, so we probably fix the third seed. Might be Denver, might be Portland, might be the, the Lakers, who knows. But, um, you know, don't, 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 um, don't sell out on the Warriors, man. They're a championship team run by a great GM, Bob Myers, um, good coach, Steve Kerr, you know, former champ. Um, a lot of people left, man. You know, Andre, Andre Iguodala left. Uh, we traded, of course. Sean Livingston wasn't, you know, it's not coming back. Um, a lot of people, man. And it's like, you know, Clay supposed to come back in February of 2020. Uh, from the ACL injury, you know, for me, you know, growing up in the Bay Area back in the days, I mean, the Warriors were a trash team, as people know, they were trash. So for me, hey man, they won three titles in five years. You know, they're getting a new Chase Center uh, opening up in October this year at the Mission Bay. Uh, you know, right, right by US UCF. No, I'm sorry. Um, the University of San Francisco, UF, I'm not really sure. University of San Francisco. Yeah, that's where, you know, Bill Russell played. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oscar Robinson played basketball, uh, college basketball by the days. You know, the first major arena in San Francisco, uh, period. You know, I mean, pretty much they have the Cal Palace down in Daly City. But, you know, like major arena. It's the first time, man, that San Francisco gets a major arena, the Chase Center. You know, that's a billion-dollar stadium. And, um, you know, I for me, like I said, I have the Rockets in the fifth seat. I have the Warriors in the sixth seat. Just because there's a lot of competition in the West. You know, um, heading into the new basketball season. And, um, of course, you know, the elephant in the room, you know, Kawhi Leonard signing with the uh, Clippers. Paul George getting traded to the Clippers. Um, you know, having um, Patrick Beverly, you know, former Houston Rockets, you know, being there too. You know, it's, hey, man, 
it, you know, it reminds me of the Celtics of 2008. You know, a rugged team, nobody that uh, nobody believed in them, and yet they became NBA <laughs> champions. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers in 20, um, 2008. You know, it's man. You know, it's, they beat the Lakers, man, to beat the champions and the forever no forever been known champions and um you tell me other or the first seed the second seed yeah i think there are they you know they could be um doc rivers i don't like him as a coach you know i never did um he was lucky that he had a gm and danny ainge that created that legendary south team you know you know I don't hate on teams, man. You know, I want other teams to succeed because it's good for the NBA. People say it's not good for the NBA. You know, nobody wants to see uh, Milwaukee versus Denver in the NBA Finals, you know. But what happened in 1999? You had the Spurs and the Knicks. You had the, the biggest market in this planet going up against a second-tier Texas City team. <laughs> I mean, to, you're talking about 1999 for me in Texas. I mean, I wasn't living here, but in 1999, the top team was the Houston Rockets. <laughs> you know, I think Alonzo one was still playing, and Charles Barkley uh, was still playing. The second team for me was Dallas Mavericks because Mark Cuban bought them. And then they had Dirk Nowitzki, and then, you know... Uh, they had a good team. For me, the, the third team was the Spurs. You know, they were they were never a great top tier team. You know, but um, you know, it's very interesting. You know, the Clippers reminds me of when they when they got Chris Paul and Blake. You know, Blake Griffin and you know that that that, that big Clipper team that never did anything. They didn't they didn't even go to the finals. They they didn't even go to the Western Conference Finals. So, but, you know, I, you know, people hate on Kawhi for being goofy, weird, but hey, man, the, the guy is a two-time champion, a two-time MVP in the NBA Finals. We'll see. You know, he played in it, you know, he played in the East last year, and of course he played in the West with the Spurs for a couple years, but you're going to play in the West, but you, that it's like all top eight teams could be an NBA champion and um, to me the Achilles heel is Doc Rivers Doc Rivers is not a great coach to me he never was you know um, I don't know I don't know because I've I've, I've been watching all my life you know Phil Jackson um, Eric Spolza um, Popovich Steve Kerr, um, Phil Jackson, uh, man, dude, those are great NBA champion coaches. And Doc Rivers, he's a one-time champion. Why? Because Danny Ainge and that ownership built that 2008 Boston Celtics team. Um, you look at um, Admin Gentry down in New Orleans. Who drafted Zion Williams at number one, and then they have this top young team. But Evan Gentry, he was an assistant coach with the Warriors, 
you can't go from Steve Kerr to Evan Gentry and expect to win the championship. If you're not Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich, or Pat Riley, you're not going to win anything. It's it's just the way it is, man. I mean, unfortunately, golly, I mean, you have Greg Popovich who basically built that team in San Antonio in 1997. Pat Riley, a head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers who played for the Lakers too, coaching the Knicks, the Heat. He has that. He's a champion. Steve Kerr, you know, before coaching the Warriors, man, he was a three-time NBA champion with the Bulls, a two-time champion with the Spurs, GM of the Suns. Man, that guy knows his stuff. So for me, for Doc Rivers and Ivan Gentry, I mean, it looks sexy on the paper, but it, to me, show me. If I see the Clippers in the NBA Finals next year, yeah, man, I'll tip my hat to Doc Rivers. Good job, bro. Trust me, you have LeBron James in the Lakers. Uh, what is this, the second year? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? They're going to be a top five team, man. The Warriors going to be a top six team, like I said. You never know. The Warriors might go back to the NBA Finals. My God. Imagine that. People are going to hate that shit. D'Angelo Russell. Come on, yo. You're talking about like me playing the NBA with D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is an all-star, dude. Yeah, he had his troubles in the Lakers. He it, it, and it, it never meshed with the Lakers. You know, when Kobe, like the last two years that Kobe was still around. But D'Angelo Russell is a, he's a fucking awesome basketball player, man. You have Steph Curry, uh, the unanimous MVP, a three-time NBA final champion. Um, you have, oh my God, I mean, you have Draymond Green, defensive player of the year. You have Clay Thompson, who's going to come back. I mean, a lot of people are not the Warriors the Warriors, when they remind me of the Patriots every year when the Patriots don't make the Super Bowl. Oh, they're old. They suck. The Patriots are the defending Super Bowl champions who are favorites to win it again in 2020. So come on, yo, man. It's like, you know, I, Jesus Christ, I play grade school basketball. I, I never was a high school basketball player you know but i mean i i see what i see and you tell me robert what's your pick for the nba finals really i mean for me it will be ah this is hard for me to say but like the the second round i have like the warriors and the lakers in the second round and i have like the Clippers and the Blazers on that side. Would you have Lakers Clippers in 2020 for the Western Conference Finals? Because that's what's best for basketball. And trust me, they're going to make it happen. Clippers, Lakers, Western Conference Finals. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, they're going to have... Um, <laughs> I didn't even mention Brooklyn because KD out for a year. Kyrie Irving, whatever. To me, it's going to be Milwaukee Raptors again for the Eastern Conference Finals. And then you're going to have what's going to happen. Clippers, Milwaukee. 
could be. Then you go back and say, okay, that is a booty ass NBA Finals. But that's the name of the game. That's what people wanted. You know, people don't want the Warriors to be in the NBA Finals every year. They don't want the fucking uh, Cleveland Cavaliers to be in the NBA Finals every year. That's what y'all want. That's what y'all might get. You might get Lakers um, uh, books. You know, for me, the NBA Finals is Lakers Clippers. That's the two top teams in L.A. And, you know, the Clippers don't want to play Staples Center. They want to make their own arena. They want to be known as their own. And, not, you know, and I tip my hat to them, you know, because at the Staples Center, that's the house that Shaq built. Yeah, that, that's Lakers' home. That's purple and gold. You know, it's like Warriors and the Kings in Sacramento. <laughs> no, the Kings are in Sacramento, Northern California, and the Warriors are in the Bay Area. So, um, it's just very interesting how everything's changed. You know, like I said, my my top five teams, you know, my number one team right now in the Western Conference is the Clippers. Number two, the Nuggets. Number three, the Blazers. Um, number four, the Nuggets. Number five, the Lakers. Six, Warriors. And you can go from seven, eight, you know, um, Jazz. Um, Mavericks Spurs uh, I, don't, I don't know But um, That's just the way it is in the NBA You know And You know That's going to be really interesting how it turns out to be Um, Let's go to wait and see You know What else is going out there In, sports, in the sports world uh, I think I was watching the Strohs a little bit earlier, you know, tonight. Um, I think they're playing the Cardinals, you know. That's an old school NL Central matchup, you know, for the old NL Astro fans back in the days. You know, they, they were in the NL Central and they were going up against like the Cubs, the Pirates, the Cardinals, uh, Brewers. And uh, we'll see. I mean, like I said, the, the, the Giants are like kind of like a hot team right now going on. You know, you know, you know. Who knows? It could be Giants, Strohs in the World Series. Um, Dodgers, Strohs again. I don't know. You know, could happen. Um, it's still July into August. Um, it's a lot of um, it's a lot of baseball left. Uh, football wise, you know, being a Niner fan, um, big year, big year for the Niners. You know, this is the third, fourth year. Into the Shanahan John Lynch era and the Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo era. Um, big pressure here because a lot of people are, are uh, expecting them to be ten and six. You know, win in the West, then you know maybe hosting a divisional round playoff game. Um, we just have to wait and see, you know. I think with football, it's one game at a time, and you know, as you know, everybody's a big fan, dark fan, but you gotta take, you gotta take it one game at a time. You know, it's a sixteen-game season. I mean, you go zero and three, pretty much most of the time, your season is over. You know, and last year we were one and two. After Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt with the ACL injury, and you know we, you know we went five and eleven, 
I believe. Four and twelve. I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, man, you know, uh, Joey Bosa has to step up. Um, he's <laughs> that picked him in the second pick of the of the you know the entire draft, and that's a. I think these new players coming up from college in 2019, the new generation, don't understand what they're getting into when they go into these legendary teams like the Niners, the Cowboys, Packers, Steelers, Patriots, Dolphins, Raiders, um, Cowboys. They don't understand the magnitude of the shoes you're stepping in. You gotta remember, man. We we are the five-time Super Bowl champions. You know, John Montana is undefeated in Super Bowls. You know, Jerry has three rings. Steve has three rings. You know, we were considered the top NFL team every year. You were supposed to be in the Super Bowl every year. You know, it's hard. It's really hard. You know. Especially, you know, being in Levi's and Santa Clara, not San Francisco. You know, to me, um, Santa Clara, it is the South Bay of of San Francisco. It is not the Bay Area. You know, being born and raised in San Francisco and the Bay Area, I mean, you either live in the San Francisco Bay Area or you live in the East Bay. The South Bay, it's a different story. You know, it's San Jose, San Mateo, um, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and it's, it's not the Bay Area. It's not, you know. Um, <coughs> people might hate me for it, whatever. I lived there. I went to school there, you know. I, I've lived 22 years of my life in the Bay Area, and I know what the Bay Area is. I think I've been in the South Bay maybe once or twice in my lifetime, you know, and it's the way it is. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a big year for the Niners, a big year for the Raiders too, you know. I mean, I think this is the last year they're gonna play at the Coliseum um, when they make their big move to Las Vegas. You know, that's my God. I mean, that's a big move, man. You know, they're expected to sell tickets. If they don't win any games, championships, man, that's hard, man. And the same thing with the Warriors, you know, building them the, you know, building a beautiful state-of-the-art arena at Mission Bay. You know, I want to say what, ten minutes away from eight, you know, Oracle Park. Man, that's like the ju- the crown jewel of the San Francisco Bay Area, Chase Center, man. You know, uh, concerts, wrestling shows. You know, you name it, man. That's the place to be in San Francisco. And um, it's all about selling tickets, man. I think that's what it is. It's about selling tickets. And like I said, I mean, you know, when me and Chris went to see the New Japan show, I mean, I mean we, we see shows in Japan sold out. You know, AEW sold out. The New Japan show in Dallas was not sold out. It was not sold out. It was about 5,000 people. So it tells you. It tells you the demand of the product. The knowledge of the product. You know, it comes to play. It really comes to play. And, you know, going back to AEW in October, they're going to be in Washington, D.C. And that Capital One, I want to say that was the former 
former um what was that phone company called back in the days um it wasn't t-mobile but it was like i forget what it was um boost mobile <laughs> i don't remember what it was but um, i think that's what the wizards play and the capitals play and that's like a 15,000 seat arena you know, of course, like you know, the first episode they're gonna sell out. It's history. You know, it's the it's the first alternative wrestling company since WCW to be in the national high. And I can man, it's gonna be a, a lot of people watching that because it's not WWE. You know, people wanted to, you know people wanted to fail. If people wanted to succeed, I wanted to succeed. I want WWE to succeed because it's it's good for everybody. I'm all about making money and living your life to the fullest. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. And um, just everybody needs to do what they got to do to make money, man. That's the way it is, you know. And um, man, this is. <laughs> It's super crazy, man. It's really crazy to to think that you know there's gonna be an alternative to WWE. Um, October, you know, we have the World Series going on, and that's gonna be crazy. Like I said, I called it. I mean, I, I could be wrong. It'd be Giants, Strohs, so Strohs, Dodgers again, and um, you know, basketball. The 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 landscapes changed. <laughs> within the year <laughs> you know um but uh it's it's been a fun year you know uh, crazy year fun year it's been great ups and downs but uh you know i always say you know it it could be worse you know we could be on a ditch you know we could be sick and we're here you know we're here enjoying life you know i went out tonight have a couple of brewskis uh, you know, watching the shows game. Um, I want to go out to you know downtown. I'm like, eh, 34. I'm not really up to that anymore, like I used to be. But um, yeah, man, it's just been crazy. It's, it's been a, a good 2019. You know, good 2019. You know, with your ups and downs, but that's you know that's just the way it is. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to. I think. Today was day six, seven, eighth of the G1 climax. I'm not really sure what it is, but um, should be good. Hopefully, I'll watch it next week. Um, I know New Japan is gonna be in the East Coast. Like I said, you know, man, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be cool, man. So the Raw Reunion show wasn't what I expected it to be, but when you have a company that doesn't improve on their wrestling, you know. You're gonna get a dud, you know. Trying to bring the old school guys back in. A lot of kids don't know who Tibiosity is, or Adrana Blaze, Medusa. They don't know who they are. You know, they don't know. Um, I'm seeing I'm missing anything up here. Um, but no, I don't think so. You know, uh, 2019 at the end of 2019 is gonna be a great year. I think sports. Um, you know, I think we'll talk about politics in 2020 because it's a big year in politics of 2020. You know, I'm just leaving it like that. Um, 
I get into too much detail of that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just the way of life. It is, really. Um, yeah, everybody enjoy their weekend. And we'll see what's up. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, we'll come back to this soon. Um, I want to say hopefully. What I want to do really is like half the G1 Climax 29 finish. And me and Chris like, you know, get a laptop and like go through like the opening day in Dallas to like the mid part of the tournament to the end of the tournament. And to see who is going to, you know, headline Wrestle Kingdom. You know, Wrestling Kingdom is gonna be a two-day event. You know, it's, it's the first time ever, and it's gonna—it's like an, ex, an experiment. You know, for them to see. You know, you have two big events, so you're expecting people to buy tickets for the first day and the second day. I mean, you know, being here in America, other people—you know—they just, just want one day. You know, um, going back. You know. The NBA Finals are seven-game series. The World Series are seven-game series. So, you know, it's it's going to be a big test for New Japan, but I think they got it, you know. And I know I've, I've, I've heard American fans might go out there in Japan to check out the show, which is great. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, we're going to be in August next week, and it should be interesting. Hopefully, we can talk about more about wrestling. We're going to talk about... Um, I want to talk about also the new Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm, hopefully, I'll, you know, I'll go check it out tomorrow, Monday, and just talk about cinema as well, too, you know. Like I said, it's, it's just like out of the blue, little therapeutic podcasting that I wanted to do here with you guys. Um... But we'll see how it goes. Everybody have a good night. Have a good weekend. Be safe out there if you're drinking. Uh, don't drink too much. Uh, have fun. Uh, be safe. And I love everybody. You know, and God bless. Talk to you soon, guys. Bye.